0: Good morning everybody, good morning (laughs) Benjamin. (laughs) Thanks mom. Uh, So I'm glad to be back. I didn't have the graphic for the lesson as you can see so I made my own. Um, It doesn't look as good but we're going to go with it. So what I want you to do is I don't want any less than four people at a table. So move, do whatever you have to to get four people at a table. Ready, set, go. As fast as you can, no less than four people at a table, unless absolutely necessary, adults included. So if you're an adult, go to a student's table. so as you uh, found your table, here's what I want to talk about today, kind of Christian worldview. Um, so the way I've taken this class is, uh, I haven't been able to be here much this summer, but the way I've taken it is you take some lesson from your life, apply it to this class. So when I was really young, my dad used to take me to high school football, not really young, but when I was like middle school age, my dad would take me to high school football games. I care nothing about football. I'm from Alabama, live 30 minutes from the Roll Tide Stadium or whatever, who cares? Um, so if, if, yeah, if you, try, if you try to engage engage. engage me in any football conversation. I don't care about any of it. Um, So, everybody knows if you don't like football, you go to the high school football games for a social event. You go see your friends, you talk to people, at least I did, Um, and you try to uh, pick up uh, girls. And so, uh, I failed at that, but anyways, every single time before my dad would drop me off at a football game, he would say, remember whose son you are. He would look at me as I was getting out of the truck, he would say, remember whose son you are. And what he meant by that was my dad, both of my parents were both well-known members of the community because I lived in a town of like 5,000 people, very small. And uh, if I did anything stupid, it was bound to get back to him. So, he said, remember whose son you are. And so, I acted well most of the time. Um, And later on in life, and reflecting on this lesson, the story, it's growing into more, remember, remember, uh, uh, remember whose son you are, but it's the Son of God. And so whatever you do is going to reflect God through your life. So if you do something stupid as a Christian, a non-Christian sees it, you're a reflection of God in your life. So I want to go into this lesson thinking about that, but we're going to have a lot of fun with this lesson. So the verse I want to talk about and just kind of shape this whole lesson around is Romans chapter 12, verse 2. So if you have notes, maybe you want to jot that down, write it down. It's a great verse. I would recommend underlining it or highlighting it in your Bible. It says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's once you come into Christ, your mind is transformed, you're renewed, then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So, I think as Christian people, we should look at every kind of scenario or situation that we're in through the lens of the Bible, through the lens of Jesus. For example, I see a lot of people, and just hear me out on this before you rush to conclusions, I see a lot of people who take trips with their boyfriend or girlfriend's family, but the only picture that they ever post on Instagram is Twitter is just them two. No no context about why they went. So I have really good fr- Christian friends who will go on trips like that, and in my mind when I see pictures on Instagram or Twitter, what I think to myself is, oh, they went to the beach by themselves together, when in reality they went with a family member. You know what I mean? Have you seen that before? Maybe you've thought that. So here's what I think, and I might be extreme on this. You can tell me later and we can fight it out. I brought, brought gloves. Uh, I think you should take extra steps to make sure people know that you're doing things like that in the right context. If If you go with somebody's family. make sure you know i love going with ben's family to the beach none of you are my girlfriends i'm married um so i don't have to take that extra step but does that make sense so things like that you should take those steps because what it looks like to your christian family is oh this good christian guy or girl went to the beach by themselves with their boyfriend or girlfriend or the way it looks to a non-believer is that well if they're sleeping with their boyfriend or girlfriend i can too so You need to make extra precautions to carry that out. So that's kind of like an ethical dilemma in a sense or maybe some kind of scenario that I want to give you. But if you think in this kind of terms, when you come to problems like that, and you think through it like that, and we're going to go through three questions at the end of this lesson to talk through it, um, then it really makes a big difference when you look through things through a Christian worldview. So. Today I want to have a little bit of fun. All the conversation is going to be yours, and here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through different scenarios, and you get to play them out, talk about them, fight. Like I said, we have boxing gloves. You get really mad at each other. So here's your scenario number one. After you get done talking about it, what I want you to do is discuss it together for three to five minutes, depending on how long it is. Come up with a solution. Come up on what you think. Come up with, uh, I want you to maybe find Bible verses that go around this, but talk about what is right. It's okay if you disagree. It's okay if you agree. It's okay if you disagree with me. I'm not going to tell you my opinion about the situation unless you ask, because we don't have a lot of time. So here's scenario number one. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. That was a great response. Okay, yes. so thank you. Uh, so a well-known Christian guy and Christian girl. This is, this is real. I had to deal with this with a friend uh, about two months ago at MTSU. This happened. So a well-known Christian guy and Christian girl both need an apartment. The girl signs a lease already. And about a week later, both of her girl roommates back out. She hears that a Christian guy friend that she knows really well needs a roommate. These people are not sexually attracted to each other whatsoever, and just for the base, they won't have sex or start a relationship if they get an apartment together. Let's just say it's platonic. They won't do it. So, the reason for rooming together is entirely because of finances. She would have to pay for the entire place without him, and she doesn't make enough money to do that. Is this okay? So, this was a real situation that we had to deal with a few months ago, um, and it, we had a lot of members on staff have to talk about this. So, I won't tell you who it is, I won't tell you the situation, but this did happen. So, work out in your mind if this was you, if this was a friend you know, what would you do? Take three minutes to do it and we'll come back. This is real life, real world stuff. This you stuff just, actually happens. You're just, you're just the ones that depend if it's okay. Is this right? Is it okay for her to room with them? Is it okay for them to get a room together? But talk among your groups, not to me. You get three minutes, go. Alright, that wasn't 40 seconds, whatever. Okay, we're ready. I want to hear, uh, hear different views. We have some more of these, so it'll be just as fun. Um, so, who says it's okay? Is it, does anybody say it's okay or see any kind of situation where it would be alright? Huh? Any, does anybody see any, any point in which this would be okay? Okay, Our, uh, why? Sorry. Well, I mean, I think it depends on the people, but I think, like,
1: as a Christian, like, you can have, I mean, self-control, and just because you're rooming with someone, I mean, you're not going to be sleeping in the same bed with them. I mean, I'm guessing there'll be two beds in the
0: apartment, so. Okay, Noah. Uh, what? You raised your hand, yes. Oh yeah, I did. Uh, well, we had a long conversation, but like, long story short, I mean, like, you're you're giving a very strong qualifier when you said like. There's literally no like uh, sexual attraction in any way. Um, so with that in mind, like if they can trust one another, then at that point, like like uh, they just said, they have to be willing to like they have to be willing to defend their choice and like explain it to other people. Um, but that it's like not on them like it's not necessarily on them to just like expect everybody to have like clear clean thoughts about that. Okay, who says no? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, somebody give me a good reason for why not, and keep it under a minute. Go ahead.
1: Um, okay. Okay. I'm gonna. Um. Well, the first reason was: does the girl have a pulse? Yes. Does the man have a pulse? Yes. Come on up. Then there's poten- but there's potential for on, anything. On. What is this for scenario? Sin? Say? Hold on. No okay
0: so 30 more seconds
1: okay but here's the thing you can't you can't say oh, we're not, not attracted to one another it's not about that okay the thing is there's room for sin period no matter what relationship you have and that is a boundary way crossed, way 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 cross um no you can't rule it out you can't rule it out you can't just it doesn't end there because Satan will do whatever he can and it doesn't even have to be sexual there could be an emotional attachment that either grows into one, or then there's some type of, I mean, to me, it's, it's an emotional affair to a sense. If you like, we made a point, you know, what if you're upset, and you come home, and you know, women, we love to talk, we don't talk to anybody. So homeboy comes home, and it's like, I had a really bad day because I just, you know, and then uh, here goes all the open
0: doors, All right. Uh, 15 seconds. No, you hear that. Okay, all right. Uh, so there, there's a problem that was real uh, that you'll probably run into, especially if you work with college ministry, if you have friends. This is a situation that happened not too long ago for us that we had to deal with. Um, do you want my opinion on it, sure. how we handled it? How you would Ooh. Yeah. We said, uh, as a church, we would do everything we could to help you find a roommate, um, even if they were non-Christian. We said no because of the way it would look to the other members of the church, right. regardless, So, um, or non-believers. So. so,
1: in your opinion, would it be better if they roomed with someone that was completely secular and, like, smoked pot or something? <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: Just yes, um, we, we want the people <laughs> who shoot up cocaine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'd have to weigh the situa- situation out, yeah. but it would, yes. um, yeah, I guess it would highly depend. Okay. No, I'll take it to Yeah, 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 yes. for sure. All right, yes. no, we're moving on to the next one. Scenario number two. <laughs> down, down. All right. A friend, this is like the cliche one, but it's kinda of interesting. A friend you've been trying to convert, you're a Christian, invites you to his or her birthday party and says, It'll really mean a lot to me if you come. Uh, you get there but you find out there's alcohol, cliche, I know. You don't drink and you won't at this party, so there's no just say you won't drink at all. Alright? You're not even tempted by it. However, everyone has their phone out uploading videos and pictures of social media and there's a chance you will be in the pictures. Do you leave and tell them why or do you stay and build a better relationship with this person so maybe you can convert them later? Are you 21? Huh? Are you 21? Yes, you're 21 years old. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything's legal. Okay. Ready, set, go. I'm giving you two minutes on this. Alright. Alright, who says, uh, who says stay, stay at the party? (laughs) Who says stay at the party? Okay. Wait, who would go? Yeah. Stay at
1: the party. Wait, can you
0: say go? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Alright. Who would would stay at the party? Raise your hand. One, two, (laughs) maybe, three, four, five. Okay. So, everybody else would leave pretty much? Okay, somebody other than Leah, Noah, and Ben, give me an answer as to if you you raised your hand for yes, why would you stay? So, uh, Jared, Elijah, why would you stay? Uh, Which one do you want? Either one. Whoever talks first. Jared, go. Jesus said in with the tax collectors and the teachers of the law, and people didn't like that. Okay. So Jesus sat in with the tax collectors while they were drinking, having a party at Matthew's house, I guess. When they uh, threw a party with Jesus and Levi, they had wine there, more than likely. It's probably alcoholic. Actually, it was. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So, so um, all right. So, somebody other than the people that have already answered, why would you leave? Yes. Uh, all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Why would you leave? Well, okay. I was gonna say I have
1: to qualify this by saying that I go to Harding University.
0: Yes. <laughs> I will yeah, I go, go ahead. Sorry, what you? Say?
1: But well, eventually okay. she'll be kicked out of school if she shows up in any of those photos.
0: Yeah, I went to Freed Harvard and I got kicked out for leaving curfew. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right.
1: I think that if Harding wasn't in the picture, I would leave after like an hour or two before people got really crazy. Because like on one hand, I want to support this friend and I've been trying to, you know, connect. With yeah. But on the other hand,
0: I don't want to. So stay until they get plastered. <laughs> OK. <laughs> All right. So uh, does anybody else have like, a really good argument that they want to say as to why? Yeah, Austin.
1: I just said that there are ways, other ways to build a better relationship. Bingo, yeah. And you can control what's happening in those yep. places. Like if yep. you invite them to your house, you know there's
0: Cool. That's a good answer. All good answers. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, really fast.
1: Okay. So I've actually been in this situation. OK. With college kids, they're usually already plastered when the party starts, Right. so I end up leaving because even though I was trying to build a better relationship with my friend, but me and my friend are still really close, and we still do everything together, but she respects that I am Christian, and I don't believe in some of the things that she does, but it's still like a working relationship.
0: Mm. Awesome. That's cool alright next uh, a non-christian who you're highly attracted to ask you out what would you do <laughs> alright you get uh, you get a minute and a half on this one
1: I need mean, five seconds
0: alright uh, somebody who hasn't spoken up wait actually uh, alright who says who would, say, who would say who would say yes take me away <laughs> hey, that's be extreme. okay but you know what I mean who would say yes who would agree to the date or relationship one
1: can we just specify, yeah, date or relationship?
0: This is a committed race, relationship. Okay. Who
1: would say yes? Uh, so it should say yes to be me, my girlfriend. Be my
0: Will you be my boyfriend or girlfriend? No. Who would say yes? Guess, uh, no. Who would say yes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, who would say yes? Okay, well, that's true, too. Leah.
1: Hey, I'm not going
0: to need All right, uh, any opinions? Somebody who hasn't spoke up yet, any opinions on this?
1: Let's hear from some older, wiser parents. Yeah. Well, when I started dating Todd, he was not a Christian. And I was telling them, but I thought he was. Because he started coming to our church because we have softball thing And when his brother went forward to be baptized, he went with him. So he, he thought he was. I mean, he went with his brother, but he wasn't a bad person. Mm-hmm. We dated for three years, and we were at church all the time before he really realized,
0: well, I'm not. Mm. I, I, I didn't do it for the right reasons, so well. it's all right, let's. Uh, no, a, I appreciate your opinion, but I think
1: that's...
0: Let's take this question one step higher. This is even more interesting. You agree to date the non-Christian that you're highly attracted to. His or her family asks you to come on a vacation with them. You agree. However, when you get to the destination, you realize there are two rooms with two beds, just one bed apiece. So one for his or her parents and one for the both of you. There is no couch or other furniture to sleep on. So what do you do? Talk among, talk among yourself. So, uh, so, um, so this is more from the parents' perspective. So say you go on this vacation and the parents say, hey, y'all can have this bed together, this happens. so yeah. Yeah, this happens a lot, honestly, um, to a lot of people because they're just ignorant about the situation. They don't know, and they go in, and this this kind of stuff happens. And then you get to their house, and the parents say, hey, y'all can, y'all can stay together, sleep together. We have a bed upstairs. So uh, who says sleep on the floor? <laughs> or rent a hotel room? Or rent Or rent a hotel room? Okay. Makes, makes it really hard if you're on a cruise. Uh, I know. All right, hey, that's just another dilemma. Another one? <laughs> Yes, go ahead.
1: Uh, yeah, the, the mom and the the girlfriend yeah. can stay in one bed. And the That's
0: right. in the what if it's your first time <laughs> meeting the parents? I'm just kidding. That would not happen. Are we still in
1: the same room though? Because it would be uh, easy just to climb in bed with your boyfriend. I'm just saying. No, you've had
0: two different rooms. Oh,
1: two different rooms. Okay. All right.
0: So I didn't play every scenario out as in depth as I should, but I'm just giving you situations that will happen. All right, next one. A Christian friend, you. Ha- this uh, this happened to. A, right. This happened to a very good friend of mine. Okay. A Christian Christian friend you highly trust offers you Adderall in order to finish a 15-page paper you have due tomorrow. If you don't complete the paper, you fill the class and you lose a scholarship, a one that's going to keep you in college. If you take the drug, I use that medication, you will ace the paper. What do you do?" All right, would anybody take the drug? My, my friend did. <laughs> friend if you're watching, okay, so uh, yeah. So this happens. People get offered stuff. Um, so this is a scenario that happens a lot. More than you would imagine. Uh, so what's the number one reason you wouldn't take it? I don't need it. Okay. But like it's not a guarantee that you're going to
1: like... It doesn't give you much of writing skills. Like it's just like there's so many other forms of like... Things you
0: can get like, that aren't illegal, you know, like no. an energy drink or something. Like yeah, that's what they said back there. Energy drinks, coffee. Okay. Yes?
1: People really underestimate how addictive Adderall is. There are very, very similar components as cocaine, and there is a big old crack, and it, it's just very addictive, and I mean, you know what? Life's life. If you don't lose a scholarship, you don't lose it.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah. why
1: don't you just say, "Hey, why don't you pray yourself through the paper, man?" I had a theology paper that I literally, about every thirty minutes, got on my knees because it was hard. And I got an A, no drugs.
0: So the moral of this, the uh, the moral of this story, college students, is don't procrastinate. There you go. Right. Okay, so number six, last one, every night before bed your roommate turns on a TV show and puts on the big screen that you share. Among other things, nudity, situations of rape, Uh, I'm thinking of a certain uh, TV show, Uh, fill your screen, he or she doesn't have a laptop they can watch it on or friends that they can watch it with in another room, what do you do? This is probably simple or maybe you've been in this situation before. I've seen it happen. Ready, set, go. All right. Uh so this was the uh, last scenario. So, um what? I guess what would you do? What's uh, some solutions? Yeah. Uh, I would talk to the roommate and ask him to stop. Okay, so just uh, just confront him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Bailey
1: I feel like at the very least, you could just
0: say, like, hey, this is shared living space. I'm going to watch this. Watch it when I'm not around. Mm-hmm. It uncomfortable. Like, yeah. I feel like that's a pretty easy Yeah, thing. for sure. Anybody else? As a- rearrange the room. So. <laughs> rearrange the room. Yeah. Willing- Talk to them first, but if they're not willing to comply. rearrange the room, mm-hmm. so the mm-hmm. TV,
1: TV is facing <laughs> just their bed and not yours.
0: B- buy them on iPad, say watch it on this. You can uh,
1: with the TV so
0: it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Sledgehammer? Okay. So, hey, these are, uh, has any? I'm just curious, has anybody encountered these situations in life before, something like this, at college? Do you Raise your hand, I really want to know. I mean, have you heard of anything like this happening? No, not not just this, any of these scenarios that you've had to deal with. Yeah. So, hey. Real life, real world, these are things you'll run into. Here's my advice to you. I think these are three questions you should think through, through every scenario that you think might be touchy, that you, you might not know about. First of all, always ask yourself, what does the Bible say about this? You can find anything that needs to be your first source. Second thing, if my frish, cri- if my Christian friends knew what was going on, Would it encourage them or would it discourage them? If they saw the post, if they knew I was watching this TV show, if they knew I was doing this, how would they take it? And third, how does this affect my witness to non-believers? Does it compromise my witness if I try to tell them about Jesus? Does it compromise who I am? If they know that I'm doing these things, so I would I would filter everything through these three questions. If you come into some kind of scenario, some kind of dilemma like this, um, because you will be faced with situations like this in your life, or no friends that will be. So maybe you can give them these three helpful questions. Um, so. Uh, Yeah, there's probably a lot more scenarios that you've been through, probably more you can think of, but this is things that you will encounter or at least you'll have friends that encounter these things that maybe you can help them out on. So it's time to go. I'm going to say a prayer for us and then we can head out. God, thank you so much for your love for us. Thank you for the opportunities we have like this to learn about you and put ourselves maybe in situations or at least think about situations that might come up in our life. God, I pray that when we encounter uh, things like this, that you use your Holy Spirit to encourage us to do the right thing, work through us, and transform our minds uh, so that we think more like you. Um, Help us to be witnesses to people around us with our bodies, with our minds, with our words. And uh, help us to think about what you want for our lives instead of what most pleases us. We thank you, Lord, for your love for us. We thank you for Jesus' blood who saves us from death. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. If you have any questions about these scenarios, feel free to come see me.